and welcome back to the Social De La Rosa Show, hosted by yours truly, Wendy De La Rosa, where we dive in deep into social media tips and strategies for your small business. California, and I actually host an exclusive membership with my partner, Tina, who's down here, and uh, we help womenpreneurs build their online presence through social media strategies. So I'll turn it over to you, Carol. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, yes. Did we lose Tina? Suddenly I don't see her. She looks frozen. <laughs> the comment is like, there's a notification telling your follower. Okay. Yeah, I don't see her here. I don't see her. Okay. Um, we'll get her back, I'm sure. <laughs> Instagram. So let me just, let me, let me just introduce myself real quick for your, she's back. I'm back. <laughs> for your followers and Tina's followers. My name is Carol Bardasano. I am the founder of a company called The Digital Buzz. Um, I'm a certified digital marketer. And what we do is that we train businesses of all sizes to monetize their digital presence. So we teach them how to use all the digital channels to improve the revenue and to drive higher profit by using mm -hmm. advanced strategies. So we do have an Instagram marketing course uh, in order to help you grow and monetize your Instagram in 2021. If you're stuck on Instagram and are wondering why things aren't working is because the strategies of six months ago don't work anymore. That's right. So that's what we do. Uh, many businesses usually suffer from the fact that they are only using Instagram either for brand awareness or just for promotion instead of really using it for content and driving community. And from then on, really establishing those relationships so that they can sell and sell more. So that's what we teach businesses That's yay awesome. i know it's super exciting it looks like you have a lot in store for those uh students for your, yes. your um, mastery course we opened this week and it's just been insane so we're yay. really happy yeah awesome and i'm so happy to be here to talk about instagram yeah strategy. definitely we're happy to have you here and tina i can't i always see his comments down there so i really can't see you guys hey, am it's i just freezing frozen? or am i okay it looks like you're, I can't tell. The comments are over your face. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Hi. Tina. Hi, so I'm Tina. I'm a social media manager. I am from uh, Montreal, Canada. And Wendy and I together, we have a uh, Instagram, well, sorry, a Facebook group all about social media, mostly about Instagram um, for all the women printers. And um, today we're here with our special guest and we wanted to talk all about Instagram. Let's do it. Awesome. Let's do it. Tina, so right. I, from what I can see, it looks like you're frozen, but we can still oh, hear you, which is weird. Okay, well, but I'm sorry. <laughs> she's not frozen for me, so we can just oh. dive in. Yeah. Okay, let's do that then. We're good. All righty, ladies. So for those of you that are tuning in today, welcome. Every Friday, we do go live with guest experts who talk about social media, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of good stuff. So welcome. And this will also be in my IGTV. So we'll keep it as a replay so you guys can watch it and listen to it and share it with friends. Um, so first I want to talk about, let's talk about some social media trends. Um, let's say, well, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the update first. <laughs> Go right? ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to mention that yesterday I was racking my head. I was posting for a client and I was going to do a carousel post. And I was racking my head. I'm like, where did those like that carousel button go? It's gone. And I was for sure that, you know, the Instagram got rid of it. Maybe they figured out that, oh, well, most of us have figured out that if you use the carousel post, your, um, your post will show up multiple times, right? With a different image. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, they got rid of it. And then I figured out just playing along with the phone a little bit that if you hold down on your first, on the first image, the rest of the images, you can select them as well. So I was talking about that this morning with, uh, with Carol. <laughs> it, it's such the, a, like, why would they update? Why would they update that? Right, Carol? Like, it was so stressful. Yesterday morning, I had a post at six in the morning. And of course, like it didn't work. And I didn't know this trick. Uh, Tina shared this with uh, me this morning. Uh, and of all the things that Instagram could be doing, they decided to remove this feature, like to make it easier. I I'm not sure like it's not what, easier. like, it's so yeah, it's not even easier. It's harder. I had a workaround yesterday, which is doing it on creator studio. So for anybody mm -hmm. who has a, a, a Facebook account, you can just go on creator studio and upload all your images 
pages and you can just uh, put numbers to put them in order, in the right order. But of course it is easier to do them on your phone. But just in case for anybody that is struggling and this still doesn't work, because it wasn't working for me yesterday, but then it's working today. Again, mm -hmm. random things, things, unsolicited changes <laughs> that That's suddenly right. so show like up on if Instagram. Your, if your Instagram is updated or if it updates automatically, which mine does, you might notice that and you might think, you know, well, what happened to my carousel posting? <laughs> well, yeah tina i don't know if this thought crossed your mind but in my head i was like oh so instagram doesn't like uh us to do carousels anymore That's they're probably pushing video so i'm like and i have like five carousels that i have created which they take so much time i was like great it's like let me scratch those content plans and start <laughs> yeah. over again yeah so. exactly what i thought and i had these posts lined up for some clients and I'm like oh man I can't I, I can't use the rest of the pictures <laughs> I had some people asking me what happened to carousel posts I'm like I don't know so annoying that's a big change that everyone should know everyone listening that they're still there you just have to do a workaround for okay. now and that's what the new updates like the the new update was supposed to fix other glitches and now it's having that problem so um as of or probably another one tonight but did you guys notice too that on Instagram reels some of the audio is disappearing. So Ooh, if your audio is on Instagram Reels, I went back to a few of mine and they're gone and they have the appropriate name on there. I'm not sure if it was maybe somebody else reused audio from somebody else several mm. times and then it just went away. But I have the creator account and so some of my Reels have no audio. And I'm like, oh no, but I mean- Did I'm you create, let me ask you something. Did, did you create those Reels on the Reel, uh, on the Instagram app or, or were they yes. uploaded from InShot? Okay. No, so, they're on. So I noticed that when I do that too, that can happen. The music will go away or if I do it from TikTok um, audio, but I did it in Instagram reels and I, I sourced, I found the audio that I wanted to use and I did the whole reel inside of uh, reels and it's, it's gone. So I'm like, well, maybe that'll come This back. is why I, I never use, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I am going to be like super the disruptor here, but I never <laughs> use uh, the reels audio originally natively from Ooh. the platform. I do everything on InShot and I never encounter any such problems. So for anybody who's like, you know, complaining, I don't have the music sticker. I don't have this. I don't have the, that. There's an app for that. It's called InShot. Yeah. It's amazing. And you, I don't know, like it bypasses all those problems. So then Which your audio cool. goes up as original audio, right? Yeah, always. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then you have a business account then or you have yeah. a creator account? Business. Yeah. 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 yeah I so like that too. It was it was easier to use an InShot and then um, when you upload it, it's, it's original. So, I mean, people will use your audio as original audio. So that's really good. Yeah. We have a question asking what InShot is. So InShot is an app. It's a video app where you can edit the format of your video. You can edit your video in all kinds of way, add music, put some filters. You can do anything. Effects, so transitions, yeah, titles exactly. on it. It's You can do voiceovers and also mm. you can extract, let's say you like the video from YouTube, you like the music from YouTube, you can record, screen record that video and then put yeah. it on InShot and extract the audio and then use it for your reel. It's really cool. I have a reel for that, by the way, if anybody <laughs> needs. And somebody was asking just to read, uh, go back to what someone asked, what is a carousel post? Mm. So you, you can go to my previous post, not the last one today, but the one uh, yesterday, that is a carousel post. It's anywhere that has like more than one slide and you just slide over and from one to 10 slides. That's what's mm -hmm. called carousel. They're high drivers for engagement. For sure. I feel like too... Go ahead, Tina. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're all talking over each other. Yeah, sorry. Um, so what I was going to say is, yeah, so carousel posts are actually very popular. I know that a lot of people know the trick now. Well, the trick. The new thing that everybody's using them, I've, I've started noticing in my feed because, like I said, uh, when you just post one time, they will show your post multiple times with a different picture that you, you had in your carousel post. So that, like, kind of ups your chances of getting your post seen, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if the, the carousels, it's not just like putting a lot of slides, it's, it's carousels have like this roadmap that you have to think about, like a really strong yeah. hook, think about mm -hmm. a BuzzFeed. And then you, the second slide should be sort of like the following up of that hook. And then That's you, right. you want to have the value bombs and then you close up with a summary and a call to action. So mm -hmm. that's what makes people continuing to slide, like not delivering the value on the second slide, but like waiting all the way. It's sort of like a build up. And that's, yeah. that's the trick, of course, like, you know, not the trick, but you know, the way to structure them to get the people to, you know, that's right. engage. And you, could, 
you could also do a carousel wrong. So, I mean, just because we're saying carousel is going to, you know, yeah. bring you more engagement and awareness. I mean, like Carol said, there's a technique and a strategy behind it. Um, psychology, even for like the actual user to want to consume and swipe all the way through. You have up to 10 images you can use. It can be videos or images, but you really want to create the story um, and make it, you know, readable so they can see it and read it and consume it. Um, it's not just throwing up a bunch of, you know, text, word, a lot of word on there and having them just swipe through it like they're not going to do that so it needs to be it needs to have a storyline um as she mentioned here so yeah yeah and also an element of design because some people do oh, carousels yes. that they have like really tiny images or too many fonts yeah. or too many colors and then they're super difficult to digest and you're like ah you know so there's um there's a few rules that you want to follow when it comes to the text like there's right. i heard this rule from someone i can't take credit for it but it was something like the 780 rule, like uh, easy to understand for a seven-year-old, but with text large enough for an 80-year-old, which <laughs> I think is such a good rule. <laughs> that is That's a good rule. one. I say I'm that way high. too. If it's if it's too small and it's too challenging for my eyeballs, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's hurting me. I can't do this. It's too same, much. Painful. Same. <laughs> exactly. Um, so taking a little turn here, what about, um, what do you guys think about micro blogging? So a lot of people have transitioned in 2020 was they were doing a lot of um, heavy captions, you know, these like basically micro blogging inside of Instagram. Um, do we see that trend coming on and taking place in 2021? Is that something that's still cool to do? <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of people see that and they just run. <laughs> they don't want to read that long post. It depends. It depends. It really depends on, you know, if it's your true follower, your true client. I feel like it depends on what you're writing about, how you're starting to write it, right? What's the story about? Um, I know a lot of my clients prefer for me not to write those long captions. Mm -hmm. So I stick to the shorter kind. Yeah. I, I have like, you know, different opinions for different posts. I love microblogging. People actually like them. But again, like, like Tina says, you have to structure them properly. It's not just about, I mean, when I see like, literally like no spacing I just yeah like have a panic attack so as you're thinking <laughs> as you're designing your caption there is you know like the anatomy of the perfect caption there mm -hmm. is like the hook there's the relatability factor then the value bombs that you want to structure always in bullet points then you want to make it you know like, kind of like bring it home in a way that matters to them closing it with a call to action so that those microblog like types always work really well because you're not driving people off of the platform. You're basically putting the value there, which is, which is really cool. Now, one thing, a couple of things that I've learned that I've noticed with, with um, captions is that sometimes you're real. If your real has a, all the information, you don't need a long caption. Some mm -hmm. people may not even read that unless you drive them to read the caption at the end. And the second thing also with, with carousels, you may not need a super long caption, yeah. but, uh, but again, also structure is the value that's inside structure them properly, leaving the space, maybe adding emojis to break up yeah. the text. Um, but, and not all posts need to be micro blocks, like switch right. it up, you know, maybe one is shorter, maybe an, and another one, you know, you uh, tell a little bit of a story, but um, I like them. I like a micro blocks. Yeah. yeah. I like him too. I totally agree with that. But for me, one thing is, like I said, uh, with no spaces or no emojis, I just can't connect. Like yeah, I need, same. I need to have that connection by either the spacing, giving me that, like my eyes, a little rest or, um, giving me some emojis so I can kind of feel the story that you're conveying. So that makes a difference. I like that too. You really have to be, I noticed with reels, there's some people that are doing a lot of valuable packed inside the reels and there's nothing in the, in the comments, which is totally fine. Cause I can consume it that way. But like, uh, I think that's a good point. You have to really be the judge of where you're putting your value as it in the image or is it in the, the video content versus the captions. So. Yeah. And also yeah. remember, for, like for people, I always tell people like happy Tuesday is killing you, like putting your relevant <laughs> content, like text on your caption is such a waste of space because mm -hmm. people are going to decide whether they open that or read it, or read it based on that. So you got to put like one word, like in caps, it's like, okay, like yesterday I did a post that said, um, are you, are you doing post and pray? And post and pray were in caps. And I got like a ton of comments from that because people were like, oh my God, I am doing post and pray, guilty of this, whatever. <laughs> and they read the whole thing, but you know, like a question or like a comment or something like that short, like really intriguing um, yeah. is what you want to put at the top and not just like, you won't believe this story, blah, blah, blah. I, you, you know, straight to the point, people. This is yeah. social media. People don't have time. 
That's I think right. too for that for that immediate hook, you really want to um, be really exact, like use numbers, like oh, write three tips of this, or your four tips of you know mindful posting or whatever it may be. Like using the numbers as well and being really specific about that. Like going through it, like you said, Happy Tuesday doesn't do you any justice. You only have that two little lines to get them hooked. So making sure you're utilizing that real estate for sure. Yes. Mm. Tina, um, what do you guys think about? Well, let's go around like. For Instagram, there's so many different parts of it. It's like unbelievable now what it's evolved to be. So you many know, you features, have your IGTV, right? you have your reels, your stories, your your in post feed. So what is your favorite part of Instagram platform and how do you how are you utilizing it? Uh we're starting with me. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> uh for me, I honestly love the stories part. I feel like you know, you can consume so many. Well, it depends how many, because sometimes when people see like a lot of little, um, what do you call it? Little, like those little dots. Oh, where you, yeah, where you're creating too many slides. I feel like some people are like, whoa, okay, I don't really want to sit there and, you know, watch all that next. But I mean, depending on what you're posting, I find it could be really interesting. You know, it all depends on how you start it, what you're going to say. Again, the hook. Um, and I think, um, you know, you could share a little bit behind the scenes. I feel like it's kind of like a mini um how, what do you call it a mini a reality show kind of like you can show you know what's going on in your life how you do the work how you do the business how you balance life and work um for me it's stories I love stories <laughs> <laughs> what about you I I feel the same way um I I was on a on a clubhouse um as a speaker doing a like a master class on Instagram story strategy and what I was telling people here's why I love stories stories like the metrics nobody sees like it's just That's you, right. it's just you and your followers. That's so right. you, it's so absolutely liberating that you can create content for a placement where you're not going to be judged on the views, comments, and likes. And that yeah. gives you such a platform, such an opportunity for testing different things, for playing around, for mixing it up, for really showing your true colors, for doing the content that you really, really want to do and not necessarily the content that drives the likes or the vanity metrics that yeah. are just feel good. So stories for the people that are like, I don't like stories. Like, are you kidding me? This is such an opportunity to create community. This is how you build those relationships with stories. That's I mean, right. like you have reels for growth and you have posts for authority, but stories is where you close the sale and stories right. is where you can, you can drive people to the DMS and that's, that's where right. the magic happens. So mm -hmm. I'm all for stories. And the second one would be reels. Of course, I love reels because it's such <laughs> an easy way of doing video for anybody who's never done video, myself included. I never did video before reels. It's just super easy because it's like 15 seconds. I think we can all bear to do something horrible that we hate for 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Carol, were you a big fan of TikTok? So I got into TikTok during quarantine and immediately I, I, I'm like super hooked. I'm a huge TikTok fan. Like I oh, spent, I spent way too much time there, you know, oh, all wow. transparency. <laughs> yes. Well, that one only has one, one little, I mean, one platform. It's just basically consuming the little quick videos. That's all it has. I mean, Instagram, like we said, we have the IGTV, we have the reels, the stories, we have all that. Guys, for those of you that are watching, um, you guys can drop your questions. We'll be doing a QA and a in about maybe two minutes here. So use the question or use a little icon to drop your your questions there, and we'll be able to answer them. I, love I just, one just be real. you, just be you, be real. Exactly. On story. So there's mm -hmm. like we teach, which we teach in the in our course, the ICC method, which is information, conversation and conversion, because stories, yes, they are spontaneous, but you can make them so unplanned that you don't plan for success. Stories mm -hmm. have sure. a structure. So you have three goals with Instagram stories. You have to drive engagement, which means you have to make people part of the conversation. You also want to drive retention, which means not just views, how like, the stickiness of your story. And then how can you drive conversion? How do, can you get people to the DM? How can you spark interest for your offer? And you do that through different types of content across, you know, uh, during the week, during the month, so that you can achieve all those three objectives. It's not yeah. just about one thing or the next thing. So, so yeah, there's, yeah. there's a structure for it. And I feel like people have to see sometimes something, I would say, they say up to seven times in order for them to actually yeah. want to, you know, um, get it or convert. buy it or convert. Exactly, to convert. Yeah. So and I, I think, like too, like you said, important. 
Yeah, I mean, you said, Carol, like some people do go to stores and say, well, I sold my offer. I said what I have to offer, you know, book my service or book my, you know, whatever treatment with me, but nobody converted. And like you said, there's that anatomy of having that, that strategy of showing up in stories consistently and then hitting those um, customer journey points so that you can make sure that it converts. So it, it does take a little bit of a strategy to make sure that your store is, is successful. It's not just showing your face and here's my product. Buy oh, it. no, not, that's not, not how it works on stories. And I'll, and I'll tell you another thing. Um, let's say, because doing polls is a really good way to yeah. um, basically filter your, your possible potential target audience. But that's not something that you're going to do the day you're launching something. It doesn't work that way. It's like asking someone to name your babies uh, on your first date. It's going to scare them to death. So what you want to do is that you want to start polling people. And then when they ask, you want to go to their account, look at their account and comment on their accounts. Like, hey, I love your puppy. Like, what is it? Is it a golden doodle? What is it? Like, genuinely, like, like this isn't manipulation, yeah. but this is establishing that relationship. Then come your lunchtime when you're launching your product, then you're going to have built, you have built that relationship. You are in the DMs. They're going to see your content more because you are in the DMs. So it's, it's a longer process because it's so intimate. So it's like, it's like someone texting you an ad. You're like, don't you, it's super invasive. So yep. that's why you have to add the other elements in the ICC method, which is information, like give people takeaways, give people value conversation is not a monologue that's another mistake people make they're just talking and talking and the other person's like this is like a radio that's boring too <laughs> right yeah so but yeah i agree stories are amazing mm. yeah yeah and then i've noticed well i've noticed it's been a while that hashtags don't work in stories anymore right no so i have some people asking me that i'm like no they don't work in stories anymore so well i mean yeah we never really had we never really had insights on it anyways. I think people were hiding hashtags, putting 30 in there, and then you got to see that you got 10 in there that were underlined, yeah. but we never had any insights that it was ever working. Well, we did see it like on the discovery page or under a hashtag, we can see that it was like, it was ranking, but now it's totally just- Yeah, gone. location tags and hashtags went away when the reels were introduced. Yeah, so because exactly. that placement was replaced by reels. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, that's, that's that one. But we have a question so, at the bottom. Yeah. Is, is it a good idea to create reels without showing your face? Yeah. I mean, it, it really depends. I mean, my, I'll, I'll give my opinion, depending on what business you're running, if you're in the service business, it's going to be hard to build that yeah. trust. If you're selling bikinis um, and you don't want to be in a bikini, that's fine. Maybe you can like put like a really nice flat lay with like the bikini and like a coconut or whatever. So it really <laughs> depends on the business, you know? Yeah. You, guys hire, you can hire a model or whatever, you know, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. So for I think that, business, I yeah, think eventually uh, you would have to show your face. I mean, you could like not show, you can make tons of reels without showing, you know, like you can show the, the, your customer, you know, eating at your restaurant, or you can show, you know, how you make food or whatever. If you're like in a restaurant business, you can show the customer experience that way. Um, and you know, there's so many different ways to create reels. I mean, like if you go to TikTok, you can get tons of ideas and um, that's a good way to start and just doing like your market research and seeing what they're doing and how can you do it differently, make your own spin on it, make it stand out and unique so it could go viral for your reels. Um, and on TikTok, there's, there's, um, there's the voiceover. You don't even have to talk. You know, those, the voiceover of the person, like that uh, woman talking, like the yeah, robot like is super cool. You don't have to show your face. You don't have to like show your voice. It's, it's awesome. There's many options. There's no reason why you shouldn't create reels for your product. For sure. Yes. For sure. Um, so Lisa's asking how many times should you repost the same story? So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think she means like when you're trying to do is like a selling, like an offer. Is that what you're trying to say, Lisa? Or like when you're in a like promotional stage, a launch? But not repost. You're talking about like, like, um, reassuring the, the message. Same, yeah, I guess the same message. Basically, like if you're, I'm, I'm thinking if you're in launch mode, how much do you talk about it? Uh, like, I, I think I, like I mentioned before, people sometimes have to see it seven times before they actually go ahead and take a step to purchase your product or your service. So hmm. I think it's important to talk about it, but also don't just talk about it. Show some results, show something that can, you know, back up what you're talking about. Yeah. And also like on stories, you, there's a couple of things that you can do when you are promoting something. The first one is creating a FOMO. 
So showing how many people have signed up to something, how many people have bought, um, showing that social proof really drives without you having to do the sales pitch on stories. And the other thing is that you do it through content marketing. So you may want to do a mini training and give people like a few elements of things that you know they value because they matter for their, for their niche. Uh, yeah. But you're not going to give all the gems, right? That you're going to leave behind the Keep wall. So yeah. yeah. So, th so there's a couple of ways of doing that. I mean, on stories, you don't show up. I mean, like you need this. This thing is 50% off. Buy it today. Although you, I mean, I'm sure like some people do this, but you wanna, you wanna do like, you wanna do different pain points uh, across the, Why the, do they the need duration it? Yeah. of your launch. And you wanna also, again, do different content types. Um, mm. You can do also, you know, again, uh, like, a, like a takeover is something that works really well mm, yeah. as well. So, you know, there's different options to sell in stories. Yeah, so she, she, I, she wrote something else in the comments. She was the exact same story. Can you repost it without modifying it? No, you should not do that. I'm you just, I'm never. really wondering, is she talking about promotional or what it was well, the I mean, topic? Even, even at so, if you're doing that, you could reshare it at a different time. Uh, but like, if you're having the same people view your stories. Modify I mean, it a little bit. Yeah, right? either change the color, add different stickers. <sighs> show different perspective of it. Um, graphic I mean, wise, if we're talking about graphic, graphic wise, let's say if you have like one graphic, but, but you want to like my recommendation and I'm going through this now because I'm going through a launch. I have four graphics that explain the course, but I show up every day talking and doing different things, showing okay. the social proof, showing reviews. And then I may finish up with the, the slide for the swipe up. So right. that's probably what she's referring to, but still I wouldn't do that every day. I would I would wait like every three days you show again the same slide so yeah, you don't yeah. want to get repetitive. So maybe yeah, like so. if you're in the beauty industry and you're selling you know your lash extensions or your lashes I mean you can have a couple different slides graphics design but always kind of try to go in there and share what about it what's the features and benefits or what's some of the pain points that people are experiencing so that they can get a different perspective. We have another question here. Uh, will hashtags help in getting a reels featured? Yeah. Building brand awareness. Yes, yes. I feel like for reels, I think hashtags is is it. I feel like that's why, that's how you get to see those hashtags. It's how you get to find those other reels as well. But there's also the discovery page as well. But um, I think hashtags is working really well for reels, more than it is so for posts right now. Yeah, I mean, what I've found, I, I've had like three reels so far gone viral. And I always put hashtags. I'm a big hashtag person. But it's always been like the second week. The second yeah. week is when I see them ranking on hashtags. And it's always like they start, you know, getting a lot of interaction and then they get the boost by the hashtag. So I always, I always want to tell people the hashtag is not the solution to bad content. You have to have no. good content and your hashtags are going to boost you even further. 100%. So yes, you want to have the hashtags, but you want to think about your, the structure of your reel and the value of your reel too. Mm, yes. Awesome. Uh, we have another question from Lisa. She's asking, does that apply to reels as well? Um, hold on. Like reposting? I think she's talking oh, I, about... Oh, I think she meant reposting. Yeah. Well, I mean, your reels, you wouldn't repost it twice on reels. You would post mm. it once. But if you want to share yeah. it to your stories, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can reach out to your stories and also shoot it out to other social media platforms. Um, you can do like to Twitter or Pinterest to give you more exposure on your uh, reels. But mm -hmm. if you're reposting to your stories, I mean, I say initially repost mm -hmm. it, but I don't know. You, you don't want to repost reels, like you want to let it pass at least three months, but it, do not repost reels with, within a period of three months. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, so next question. How do you uh, go there's... about when it comes to creating content? Sometimes I find it overwhelming. It is a little overwhelming for a lot of people, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. So, when you're creating content, uh, my God. So you want to like have a, maybe a content calendar. You want to maybe plan out the week. Maybe not go for the whole month right away. It might be too overwhelming. Um, I like to sit down every Sunday and plan my content for my clients, what I'm going to post, figure out your schedule. How many times a day are you posting? Uh, sorry, how many times a week are you posting? Um, are you going to stick to three days? Are you going to post four days, five days, figure that out. And then try to stick to a content calendar. I would say like, are you going to be talking about you? What are you talking about? What's the topic of the month or what's the topic of the week? 
um, that's my little two cents. I think just, you know, for people that are overwhelmed with content creation, and I completely get it because if you're a business owner, you're doing a thousand things. Let me just start by yeah. saying that you do not need to post every day. Do not. That's, right. That's a big myth. <laughs> so in an effort to post every day, your quality suffers and then other parts of your business suffer. Business development, client acquisition, uh, client retention. So you want to make sure that you are juggling all those things properly. I think nowadays you could do, you know, like two uh, twice a week. That's fine. Especially if you're doing reels. Remember that the shelf life of a reel is up to three weeks. So it doesn't have to be every single day unless you have the time and then then that's great. So yeah, because I think more than content content planning, her time her she's concerned about content creation. So yeah. I would say that if you are like thinking that, you know, you're going to have a very busy week, I always say the low, there's two low hanging fruits when it comes to content, content creation and content publishing. The first one is quotes and the second one are memes. So those are super easy that you always want to have that tend to be evergreen and on busy weeks, you want to grab from that folder. And then yeah. on more productive weeks, then you can plan content like carousels, you can create reels. Um, I know everyone talks about content batching and doing it like, you know, a month in advance. I am not one of those people. I don't recommend anyone do content more than one week in advance because trends right now are so ephemeral. They keep changing. I mean, a music that was sound or, or a sound that was that was trendy on TikTok last week is not going to be trendy this week. And the mm -hmm. worst thing is seeing an account that is doing an old trend. So, mm. and I'm a big planner, but I, I recommend that you plan week on week. And, and like Tina says, maybe you decide that your content creation day is Sunday. Like for me, it's like Wednesday because it's a day where my admin is away and that's it. Some, for some people, it's Friday because they're in a good mood. So they feel more creative. So pick your day and plan the, the ideas you're going to do for the following week. And, um, and that's going to make it that much easier. But I think, I think probably the overwhelming comes from the expectation that you need to post every day. And yeah. that's just not true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So I think that's awesome. So posting, you know, I, I usually recommend three times a week at least, but if you're saying two times a week, that could work too, you know, two or three. Um, yeah. Like I, especially like, like the reels, they, they're so good. And if you're using the hashtags, there's like, you can extend the life of your content once you really put true. effort into those pieces. Yeah. But then yeah. you have a lot, some people who don't use reels yet, who haven't used it, who are scared <laughs> to use it. Right. But I mean, I right. feel like reels could really, you know, it could really help, especially right now because Instagram is like pushing reels. They want us mm -hmm. all to use reels. Uh, exactly. Yes. And if you're showing up on stories, you don't have to post every day as long as there's presence there, you know. Yeah. Yes. Just make sure your account is like being, you know, people don't want to think that you're, what do you call it? Like you're not active because if you're not yeah. active, they just might think, okay, well, you know, this business closed, this business is not, you know, working exactly. anymore. So I'll just right. remove this follow, let them following. I'll take myself off of this account. So oh, I for sure to, to stay, stay active, make sure you are active. But you don't like have to post I, every day, like you, like you mentioned, Carol. I, I think, Tina, would you say like like one week without posting that like that would be like the worst thing you could do, like at least one post no. per week, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen, honestly, I've seen some people say they mentioned it in their stories, they mentioned it in their last post, that I'm going to be away for like a week, let's say. I'm on vacation, right, I'm yeah. taking a break, make it known. So that way, if somebody's going yeah. to chat, they'll see that, right? And then yeah. when you come back, you know, it'll, it'll also give you like a reboost. I feel like in your stories, it'll give you, I mean, you don't need a week long, um, a week long break, but even 24 hours or 48 hours, uh, you know, it will give you like yeah. a reboost in your stories. I've noticed that with my stories, which I'm going to do this weekend, I'm going to do it again. I'm not going to post on Saturday. I'm not going to post on Sunday. I don't want to <laughs> see how my stories do on Monday. <laughs> That yeah. always works. Yeah, the thinking that you have to show your face every day on post or on feed, like it's it, because people are going to forget your face if you go more than 24 <laughs> hours without posting. It's ridiculous. People yeah. won't forget your face. This is not Twitter. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I think, too, one thing uh, like for content creation is if you feel like overwhelmed and burnt out, it could be that maybe you're just consuming too much. So you're comparing yourself, you're okay. looking at accounts, you're consuming too much content. And you're not actually taking action. So maybe putting that stuff away and setting the intentions of taking the action because we can read and download and, and purchase so many templates, but then it comes down to you actually sitting there and creating that valuable content that your audience is really going to resonate with. Yeah. And that's 
way more important than just trying to keep up with the latest trends or, you know, the neighbor that posted next door. So um, creating your intentions then, and they'll help you with some of that overwhelmed feeling. So we're going to wrap it up here though. One last thing I want to touch on is, so if you could pick one social media tool, what would you pick and why? You mean tool or feature? It could be a tool, like a social media tool that you use in your business, whether it's scheduling, whether it's designing, whether it's making your life easier, better. I mean, it's an obvious Canva. (laughs) (laughs) It's just impossible to live without it anymore. It's just amazing. I I don't even use schedulers anymore. I have created like my grid on Canva. And because IGTV doesn't, you can't see it on, on the others and the covers for reels. So it's just, you know, for me, like, I don't use any other tool except Canva. Canva is really a good game from when they started out. I have to say. Have you guys used your scheduling tool? Yeah. You, you use your scheduling tool, like their little calendar thingy? I use, I I have used it. Oh, their, their scheduling tool. No, no. Uh I like to post. Yeah. I like to post live. I don't know. Yeah. I like to be there when the post goes and like you, you too. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it depends. It depends. Like if I have something like a big week coming up or like you said, I want to take maybe a week break and I still want my posts to be posting. I might, you know, do a scheduling tool, um, for Instagram. Um, but I've actually stopped using schedulers for a while now, but for yeah. some people it works. Look, for some people it works, for some people it doesn't. If you're managing clients, clients, yeah. Yeah, my favorite one for managing clients and scheduling would be Later, Later Media. Mm, I love that, that platform. But I'm the same way. I go in there and I plan my feed and I look at my best times to post for myself and my clients, but I don't actually use a scheduler. I just use it to like plan my recaptions, my hashtags. Yeah. And I don't, I don't do it anymore because that kind of, I, lo- I learned my lesson during COVID because I had a lot of scheduled and I was like, I have a whole month scheduled. Oh my God, I'm ahead of the game. And then, you know, when COVID happened, obviously it was crazy. So um, I've learned to, you know, post what's in the moment, like at least a week's worth. That's one of my big things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the same thing. And also, I mean, the idea when you pose is that you want to be right there as soon as the engagement starts to happen, because those are the signals that the algorithm are going to take. It's like, hey, this post is valuable. There, There is conversation. There is community. Remember that the algorithm wants people to stay on the platform. So if you're there answering comments, answering questions, getting people to to interact with your post, your post is going to perform that much better this is why I don't understand like scheduling posts and then just leaving it there. And then like the comments live there by themselves for 12 hours. Like if you're you're going to post. Yeah. Then you're supposed to remember, Oh, I scheduled that for, I scheduled this thing. Exactly. (laughs) If you're doing social media, do social media, like be social, like be there, be present, like, like schedule 40 minutes of engagement Mm -hmm. uh, with your post to give the post the best chance of, you know, like getting the best reach possible. Yeah, mm. I would say so. Yeah. But if you're starting off, 40 minutes might be too much. Some people are like, what do you mean? You have to sit on Instagram longer and engage too? I have a business to run. I can't do this. I don't have time. But at least 20, at least 20. That's what I say, at least <laughs> yeah. 20. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop, be- stop yeah. the scroll and actually build true, meaningful yeah. relationships yeah. and engage with other people. I mean, that's how we all met on Instagram. That's how we met, so. exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't understand people that complain about, like, not, not getting engagement. And then they don't, they never comment on anybody. They never account. engage. They never engage. They don't, like, it's a two-way street, people. Like, or it's just the way it if is. if they do, they just leave, like, a simple emoji or. Oh, my God. Nice. Like, yes. they're not being authentic, right? Yes, I have someone that leaves me the same three emojis on every post. <laughs> like, and it's three. And it's like, are you ever going to say a word? Like, one word. I, have I, to reply, like that I like too. to reply back to them. I like to reply back to them and say something. I do too. I do and too. And they send three, three more emojis. <laughs> and, now, and now I go to their account and do the same three emojis on their account. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Effort, people. Effort. <laughs> and sometimes right. you can have so much fun with comments. Like, I love Good. commenting on people. And then, like, some are really funny. You and they're replying back. Too. Yeah. It's like, I find that the funnest part. Like some people dread it. I think it's right. Yeah. Same. I think that's my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah. Same, same. (laughs) Awesome. All right. right. Well, any other questions? 
I mean, we um, were good. None, none that I up. see come through. Perfect. No, we had a, we had a lot. We had some from uh, if you scroll up. Okay. We had a few. Uh, yeah. While you while you look for the questions, I want to share something for the person that was asking about content over overwhelm. And Wendy mentioned a really good point, which is you got to stop scrolling and you got to start creating more. I'm going to share an experience. I never ta really talked about this, but in December I had like a like a breakdown like because I was comparing myself to so many people and then my I think my Instagram had a condition called bipolar disorder because <laughs> I was copying, not copying, but I was inspired by so many people that it had no identity. So I mm. unfollowed literally like hundreds of accounts and I really got very clear with my content strategy. And when I started in and, and January, like that was my intention. I was like, I am going to rock Instagram this year for real. Like I'm going to get fast growth. And it just changed everything. I got like, I started looking for content ideas, but doing something that was completely different. Not the same thing. Like here are five things for this. These are two tips. Like yeah. that's, everyone does that. But doing like something super original, unique with my, ex like talking about experiences, like showing my angle. Story. I changed the story. I changed my brand colors, my branding, my tone just like really sh not caring if people unfollow me and it just made all the difference. So for, because mm. that was such a good point that you start looking at what everyone else is doing. This person's doing a membership. This person's doing a podcast. This person is now doing, like you can go crazy. You really have to like tune that out, stay in your lane and it's going to really drive results for you. Mm. Yeah, yes. agree. Yes. agree. So we did have a question here. Um, they were asking, are 10 second reels more efficient than a 30 second reels? It depends mm -hmm. on what's and inside the reel. The content. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah depends it depends on your account. You have to look at your, um, you know, your reach and then like your likes and see kind of gauge from there. Was that something people resonated with? Did you get a lot of, um, yeah, it yeah. depends on, it could be very valuable. I mean, some reels I have, I have reels that are like uh, how to reels. Like for example, I did a reel on the hashtag strategy and mm -hmm. that's one of the reels that went viral. And it, it's, it took 29 seconds because it was very hard to put everything inside the reel. And I have like 300 comments. It's just been a super high performing. And then I have short reels that do, do well that, that are 10 yeah. seconds. I don't know. Like, I don't like the ideas like 30 is worse than 10. 10 is better no, than 30. It really so comes down to the what content. is inside the reel. Yeah. 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 100%. All right. I think that's all, ladies. How to okay. price your consultation? Did you guys want to answer oh, that one? I didn't see that uh, one. Where did you? It's on the question sticker. How to price your consultation fee when you have about seven oh. years of experience? Um. Do you want me to answer that? Yeah, <laughs> go, go ahead. ahead. It's social media related. I'm I assuming they're selling e-commerce. Go ahead. So, Carol. so yeah. Um, if you have the the experience matters, but also it's. Because people think like, you need to pay me my worth. And that's really cute. But that's not really how it works when you're doing consulting. <laughs> so you also need to let the client know what is going to be the outcome of the work that you do. So that's also important. You need to work yeah. on the deliverables. You need to work on the scope of work. And they need to understand that they are going, they're not going to regret uh, working with you or paying you. I I stopped doing consulting maybe like two months ago, but I was a consultant for five years when I launched the company. Um, and um, it's tough in the beginning because you're not sure about your pricing and people want to negotiate your pricing. I went the car the corporate route because they weren't like pinching like pennies. Um, I feel the smaller businesses, unfortunately, they they you know like they they don't value that much social media, so it's they're like well, fifty dollars for this. So so it's tricky once like. My recommendation is that you have like three offerings for like, you know, the beginner, packages, the middle yeah. one, different packages. And then, cause you're going to get this, people are going to come back. They're going to want to pay a lower price and you need to counter offer with something saying, perfect for that price. I can do this. And you eliminate some things from your proposal. Do exactly. not accept that payment for the same proposal. Say yes, 100%. but it's like, okay, perfect. You're not going to get this anymore but you're gonna get all of this when people see what they're not gonna get they will pay that's exactly what i do and actually. then too I yeah i would say, say don't sorry go ahead go ahead i was gonna say sorry my last client that i just signed um i gave them the price of what they asked for but then they're like well my budget is this and i said okay no problem we can work with your budget but you know this is what i can do for your budget 
And she agreed that that was her budget. And I just removed a couple of things and it is what it is. Right. So don't, I, I feel like you need to stick to your guns. Like you, like, especially if you know what you're worth and your, your years of experience do have a say if you're up to date with things, especially, and um, maybe how many clients you have, how much experience you have doing this. Right. So I feel like the price, when you're pricing something, a service, especially, um, stick to your guns like don't like go down just because somebody is telling you well I can't afford that or if you're too expensive yeah. right but um, also remember this because I heard I had someone to tell me like I send them a client or whatever it's like the client doesn't know what they want I'm like that's why they're hiring you the client is hiring you because they don't know exactly what they need so it is your you job as a consultant to tell them exactly everything that they're missing the client doesn't mm. know what they don't know so it's up to you to show all the things that they could be doing, all the things yeah. like where they could, they could take the company, where they could take the revenue by applying all the things that you know how to do, but they, it's your job to convince them that they need them by seeing what's possible. So it's, it's a little bit of, again, you have to sh teach the client why they need you. Mm -hmm. the, cli the client doesn't like, this happened to me with an agency. They hired me for um, like, ads, uh, Facebook ads. And believe it or not, they, they weren't running ads properly. They thought it was just like, you know, targeting and whatever. And they wanted to pay, you know, like half the price. And I'm like, perfect. So I'm going to eliminate this, this. And they're like, wait a second, what is all this? And I'm like, this is this, this. And I explain everything. Yeah. And they were like, oh, oh, okay. We're going to need you to do that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they don't know. So yeah. you, you got to be really detailed you know, not using industry like jargon, but really letting them know why it is that you charge what you charge. Yeah, exactly. I think it's important too for your social media strategy is to to educate the your your ideal client. So make sure that you're putting that valuable content on there and showing them like this is what I do, this is what it entails, like this is why why it matters, and this is how your your business can benefit. Um, I would not recommend giving them like a line for line. Of okay, well, I do caption writing this price. I do uh, graphic design no. this price because they can easily just slash you and say, okay, well, I don't need all that stuff, and they're done with it. So if you can do like they mentioned, you know, doing maybe three different services, bundling it up so that you can show them what they're going to get on their deliverables, and then depending on what they want after the console, then you know, customize it to them. A really good proposal uh, CRM tool I use is HoneyBook, and they're really good about designing your proposals, and then you can also send them you know, your menu or send them, you know, the contracts. And it's really good to kind of plug and play and play around with it. But I think like what Tina said is a good point too. sticking to your guns and, and don't, don't just take a client because you're desperate for the money, because what's going to happen, you're going to create burnout, you're going to be more irritated with them. You can do your best annoyed. work. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll feel like they undervalued your work. And that's, you know, it's a shame. Yeah. It happens all the time. Like you said, with small business owners, it's really hard for them to let go of that money that they're earning to pay someone else to design their graphics or do their, you know, socials or Facebook ads. But um, I would say yeah. you have to invest. Your business is, a, is an investment. You're going to get it back. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not a loss. It's an investment. It's and... an investment. This is what people don't understand when you yeah. like, I, di I just did a story like five minutes before joining you ladies for the, for the course. It's like, it's, you can't think like an employee if you want to be yeah. the CEO of a six figure, seven figure business. You can't, mm -hmm. it just, it doesn't work that way. If you're like pinching pennies and like the clips and worrying about the little stuff, it's like, uh, drives me crazy. Yeah. You're yeah. going to make that money back and yeah. more, right? Like, the, the more you learn, nature. the more you earn. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. All right. We have one more question and then we'll wrap it up here and we'll go ahead and um, the last question is this person is asking, uh, my reels are getting featured over uh, 1,000 views in 30 minutes. How can I make it to 5,000 views? I would say your content, right? Depending on yeah. what you post, how you're starting it, what the title is. I mean, you, once it starts, it gets into the machine. You can't do anything can't to do it. Anything. It's, no. it's like, you know, that's it. Bye-bye. It's like, it's, it's out there. Um, you can reshare it on your stories. That's for starters. 
Um, if you have, if it's something that's truly valuable, let's say an amazing tip, maybe you can ask a couple of your friends, a couple of people inside the niche, your niche to maybe share it. I, it's not a guarantee that they'll do it, but maybe, you know, something, there could be reciprocity there. That's another way of increasing the views. Um, you know, adding, having interaction, keeping that interaction going. If you see any comment, comment back. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, you can't really change anymore. It's, it's, it's pretty much, it's, it's, it's uh, on. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. I think too, making sure that you are, when you are posting, like Tina said, one is, you know, creating that valuable reels and making sure that everything's clear and legible, you know, making sure that your subtitles and, and text is, is on point with the transitions, but also on the back end of it, when you're posting, utilizing the hashtags, tagging the proper people in there, even using the alt tag, making sure that when you actually send it out, it, it, everything is optimized and ready to go. So then and once it does, stay it up to date off. with the trends, right? With the songs. Yeah, that's yeah. With the like, like audio using trending audios really, really work. I, um, I have a reel where I show uh, this platform called Talkboard. It's so good for anybody that wants to like know what are the trendiest sounds that for week. Really? Talkboard is gold. It's really awesome. good. And and then you can even see stats per song and then you can find the hashtags that are related to the song as well oh, that nice. you can add to your reel. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was that was my first reel to go viral when I oh, talked wow. about Talkboard. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It's like I don't know, like four, four, like half a million views. Talk and you board, did a, like a green screen showing it or you just talked about it or how did no, you do that? No, it's one? just like if you go there, like you'll find like how to find trending songs for reels. It has like like the text, like the curved text. And it was okay. just me talking about it and then me showing on the computer, like go on talk board, click here, blah, blah, blah. That's it. Like super Perfect. simple. Yeah, and those are the ones that, you know, they didn't take you that much time. You're just sharing your knowledge of what you found and you're excited and you what shared you know. it and look what happened. So yeah. Exactly. Awesome. All right, here. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And so why don't you guys, um, if you guys haven't give everyone a follow, you can hit the little. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Social De La Rosa show. So for the next couple of weeks, I want to be sharing with you guys some of our IGTV live replays. These were packed with so much valuable information that I felt the need to go ahead and repurpose them here onto podcasts. So if you want to watch the actual videos, you can head over to my Instagram, which is Wendy E. De La Rosa, and consume all of the IGTV series. So in this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Tina Ballas from Get Social with Tina, co-founder of Let's Get Social for Entrepreneurs, as well as Carol. She's a digital marketer with the Fortune 500 clients from the Digital Buzz, and of course, myself on here. So we dived into some great tips and gems all about the top tools that we use for Instagram, what is the new strategy for 2021 moving forward? Some of the best Instagram futures and tools, as well as creating content where we get ideas from and inspiration from. So check it out and click on the show notes to get everything we mentioned in this episode. Enjoy. Well, there you have it, friends. So I'll be linking all of our connections in the show notes. So feel free to find us over on Instagram for more support with your community and building your business on socials. We truly appreciate you and love having you. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe and give us all a follow and leave a comment and review. I would greatly appreciate it. If you guys would like to connect some more, please find me over on Facebook. We do have a free Facebook community called Your Social besties and we give you some free valuable tips over there as well as find me on my youtube channel until next time friends bye